Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. I am mentally very solid as a person, physically ruined. You can't see me on a podcast, but I'm very self-indulgent sort of in terms of just gluttony and that kind of thing. So I've always been really, really steady and it was like COVID was the first bad thing that had ever happened to me. It was really weird. I didn't cope well at all. This is the second time in my life when I ended up on tablets. I just couldn't stop crying when it first hit. I was dreadful. So I was sad, like proper crying, just didn't want to do anything all day for about two or three weeks before I went to a doctor and yeah, just got on the tablets. Oh, I had a psychologist. They're good. I always thought that'd be a bit of nonsense. You know, like I've never really, I've never known what they are. All of the allied health, I don't believe in physiotherapists. I don't think they do anything. You know, like I just don't, I just think I'll just get on with it. Everything will sort itself out. So if people are listening to this podcast, they probably love a psychologist. Yeah, I quite like them. A lot about um, what you tell yourself not being true, you know, and a massive work on acceptance of just like, because it's so out of your control, this COVID. Georgie Carroll was born and raised in Manchester, but she's lived in Adelaide for many years now. And she's made a life she loves as a nurse comedian. She's gone very hard at both. When she's nursing, she tends to be doing it either in the ER or the ICU. And when she's doing comedy, she's touring the country doing one-woman shows. But over the last five years or so, it's been her dream to let the nursing go and to do comedy full-time. Georgie had literally just achieved that dream when COVID struck in 2020, shutting down live comedy all over the world, and it sent her back to her old hospital and her old job. I'm Michelle Laurie, and this is Calm Your Farm, tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. 
Georgie Carroll is professionally funny and caring, but she was struggling a bit with both after her 2020 Melbourne Comedy Festival shows were cancelled thanks to COVID, and she suddenly found herself nursing again full-time. Because I, fe- I felt like a failure when my shows were pulled, and it isn't failure. I couldn't... They were going to happen. They were sold. But when they got pulled, I felt like I'd failed. You know, and especially going back to work in the hospital that I'd always worked in and people just going, oh, I knew you'd be back. You know, you're like, oh, oh, gosh, you know. And, yeah, I I did get pulled into line a few times when I went back to work in a, a system with a boss. I've been so used to spontaneity and adventure and creativity. And then to go back into a framework where you have to stick to a policy. I was in an office a lot at the beginning there. Just very kindly bossy sort of going, okay, you're not in a comedy club now. You know, you need to just, (laughs) you need to do the paperwork. Because I'd be like, oh, I don't mind. I know one reads it. And they're like, people, we do read it. Well, you need to do it. (laughs) I just just didn't want to do anything apart from the fun things. I've had such a lucky life. And I've, you know, just, I know what it feels like to feel good. And to not feel that. You know, that that it was such a, a drive to feel it again. I, I thought I'd have to nurse forever again. I got to, you know, it's, it seems melodramatic now to say that I didn't think live performance would ever come back, but it's not come back in England still. Do you know, like, there's a whole glut of performers there who've not managed to get it back yet and have had to start a different life. And so in nursing, I'd very much decided that I needed adventure and spontaneity and all of that again. So I'd started applying for roles in um, the Outback. I just needed stories. I just needed something. To, I just needed something to happen and something new in my life. So yeah, that's what I started doing. That that was the track I went down. And then luckily the show started falling in again. But that's where I would have gone. I would have found. I would have just found a way to make whatever the new reality was work. I like. I like not knowing what's going to happen next. I hate routine. Do you know, like, I, yeah. i got a mate who loves it. She has to have the house straight before she leaves it. She has to, she's already worked out that she's gotten herself in the job that will be the next 10 years of job when she retires. And, uh, yeah, it's like I just need it, it to keep, yeah, chaos keeps me calm. And, and, and I find joy in it. Find it very um, comfortable. Perhaps that's why the emergency nursing for so long and then the comedy I think if I was the right shape, I'd be a rock climber. Do you know, like, I just like that, the adrenaline. That brings me a lot of joy. What else brings me joy? Yeah, no, I've had a very easy life, and both times that I've uh, felt uncontent or felt that I'm not a nice person to other people, it's been out of my control a little bit. <laughs> it's a uh, second baby, so the second baby. Um, I knew instantly, again, I I just have this little barometer inside of me that just knows when I'm not who I want to be. And so after the second baby, there's not much you can do. You can't get them back inside. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I could have asked for more help, but I was very much like, you know, people would go, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm fine. You know, just um, last night I got two hours sleep. And I'll probably get another hour this afternoon. I'm doing fine. You know, like it was, yeah, I I just wanted to cope, but I wasn't doing. And so I had 
postnatal at that point. And I just took myself again into a clinic, uh, the baby clinic. And it was one of them where there was, I knew I was on the edge, but you just think it's normal to be that knackered when you've got babies. I knew I was on the edge, but in the clinic, the person behind the desk, the, the kind of admin person at the clinic, was annoyed because my toddler kept crawling up the steps that they weren't allowed to go up. And I was just like, why have you got steps there then? Why, why, why not have a gate? Like, you've got toddlers, you're having a toddler clinic, get a gate. I was just like, I was proper. I wouldn't say Karen wasn't a thing yet. I was just proper taking it out on this woman. It's stupid though, you know, just let them climb the freaking stairs. But you know, it was just like all of this. So as soon as I went in to the to the actual clinic, she was, the, the midwife was like, you all right? And I went, absolutely not all right. You've got too many stairs. I'm not closing. I was just, you know. So she said, I don't think I even need to do the test on you. She said, I want you to go and see a doctor and just chat about how you're coping. It's the word coping as well. You feel like there's some element of blame with coping, isn't there? But, you know, it's. It, but yeah, how do you cope with not sleeping ever and having a toddler and a newborn? and a... So at that point, again, I went on Prozac. So there are the two times in my life when I've very much known that whatever my natural reserves are, aren't cutting it. This sounds so... Um, I don't even know what the word would be. It just sounds so up myself, but I really like helping people. Do you know, like, I just really like help it, helping people. <laughs> I don't want your marriage to fail, but if it does, no one's loved you harder. I'm that kind of person. Do you know, like, I'm straight in there. Yeah, a rescuer, which is, uh, we all know the drama triangle. It's not a great thing to be, but I just get a real buzz out of, of just um, being there for people. And just making things as nice as they can be for people. Oddly enough, I've got someone, she's not on my sofa right now, she's gone for a walk. So I'm staying in an apartment in Melbourne for Melbourne Comedy Festival. I like company. I like time on my own as well, I can do time on my own very well, but I'm here for three weeks and 23 hours in a hotel room is not good for the brain. So I just invite, you know, people over and, you know, and she was struggling last night. You just listen, don't you? You don't tell them what to do. People will work it out. The words for what things are came up after I felt like it was natural to do them. So things like active listening. It's not like I read about it and knew to do it. You know, when I heard about it, it was like, oh, I like doing that. You know, just really just listening to it. Not even pretending I know how they feel or... Which you have to do a lot in hospital. You know, I've not had cancer. I've not had a husband have a massive stroke. I've not had a, you know, but you do, you just sit there and listen and, you know, just let it fall out of them. It's not my job to fix it. I love all people, all of them. Even the grumpy ones, even the even the arrogant ones. Yeah, I just like them all. So, you know, maybe in hospital you see everybody at their most vulnerable. And you do, you do get a sense that just at, at the base, we are all just getting along, you know that anything can hit you at any point. Life can change in a second. Connection is, it's something I've never struggled with. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. 
This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.